Welcome to Barrel Rollers Podcast, Episode 8. This almost didn't happen because um, of my continued technical issues, but uh, thank you to uh, Wolvie3591, my um, regular co-host, for um, supporting and hanging in there. Um, welcome to Fireball TX. Um, and Craig Yo as well, welcome, a special guest. Say hello to the lovely folk at home. Uh, do we need a, a, a bit of volume on Craigio? Possibly. Chat a little bit. He'll be talking quietly. Okay. You're good. You're good. Um, so this is the eighth episode of Barrel Rollers podcast. Um, and we've, we've, uh, we've, we've aimed to introduce, um, uh, people who are playing a role um, within the community, uh, you know, taking time out from their own schedules, their own things to do things for the community. Um, and that's why we've brought on um, Fireball and Craigio, who have both, um, you know, been big contributors um, to the community. Uh and uh, in 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 different different ways. Um, so we'll get around to talking about their uh, specific contributions later on. But as we do, with new people who arrive on the podcast, we want to let everybody else out there know a little bit more about these lovely folks. So, Fireball, you're going to go first. So we're, what we're going to do is. We're gonna alternate. Can't hear. I, I can't hear them at the moment. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm sure they're in the recording. They're not chasing you down, are they? As long as you're not, not chasing you down, we're good. Not yet. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> Fireball, let's yes, sir. talk about uh, how you found the barrel rollers. I think this might be an interesting one. Um, well, that was through you, um, and it would have been like not that long i think it was november so right we started in or it started discord was made in august right yes um, and so it was like october november time but it was like um it was pretty early they, on actually i, I yeah, think it's it, more around it's more around uh october than november yeah well it was, it was like they had like um there was something i don't remember what happened with our um, college classes but i was like stuck at home and so i was got more into playing um dr2 at the time because i finally got around to having my wheel and so i tried to set it up and i was trying to play with it and i was like oh like i'm enjoying this but i wonder if there's somebody out there that i can watch and kind of get some more information from it and then i found you playing it i think you were like the only person playing it at the time and so then i was like okay and then i stuck around and then you were pretty entertaining which is obvious um, and the rig is cool, which is duh. Uh, but then I stuck around for that, and then came back, and then came back, and then so it just snowballs after that. So, so it 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 was a quieter time back then, right? The, the, yes. There yeah. were less uh, dirt rally two streamers. There was less activity, I think, in general in dirt rally two at that time. For sure. Um, but. It, from from my perspective, what what's interesting is that you, you and and you corrected me on this multiple times, right? Because because in in my memory, like the strong memory I have with Fireball, is um, uh, is Forza Horizon when I was streaming Forza yeah. Horizon Four. <laughs> that's that's the strong memory because because we had interaction, yeah. right? Yes. Whereas yeah. before that, with Dirt Rally Two, you might have been a little bit more passive. You might have talked, but you know, yeah. a little bit more in the background, but with Forza Horizon Four, you're in my lobby. Um, yeah, and it was know. like it, at the time I was—I don't really know like exactly why, but it was like um, I guess maybe because a lot of the people that I have played games with, I guess before the last like year and a half or two years, were more into um, other types of games, and so there weren't that many people that I knew that were playing racing games. So when I saw you were doing the lobbies for Forza, even though. I'm, not super big fan of Forza, but I was like, this is something I can do that I can get into it, meet new people, make new friends, play some Forza. That's awesome. So man. I was like, kind of kept going. I 
kept trying to make sure that I was able to come back just so that I could, I don't know, ha- have a fun online racing experience. Oh, that's 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 really insightful for me because 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 and we'll get onto this later on. But Fireball, I think the next big thing that he did for the community was iRacing, racing, and that really struck yeah, that, me as like, that's he's a Forza guy. And this is how I how I became aware of Fireball was was via iRacing. I, I remember I got a message a. a or a, a, a flag in Discord. It's like, what's this guy Wolf doing at a fourteen ninety two, and he's not in the in in the endurance <laughs> racing? I'm like, what? Who's Fireball? Who's There's a story guy? behind that one. I remember that too. That was pretty funny. But was, again, um, yeah, again, speaking to what he's done for iRacing, it's huge. Like, like seriously, like, like I I had in my mind my in my perception of Fireball uh, from the early days was a, a fun a kind of goofy uh fun loving uh guy who loves forza that's that was my impression of fireball in the early days and then suddenly he's, he's like all right so let's do some eye racing here's this ridiculous <laughs> intricate like scheduling that that takes into account splits and and he's like all right so do some test laps and, and send me your telemetry so i can work out your fueling and i'm like what the hell exactly yeah so (laughs) my first introduction to him there i was absolutely impressed with with his ability to organize and and on the fly solve problems (laughs) that's the fun part especially with the iRacing is some with all those people that'll crash into you or something you just get thrown curveballs all the time yeah on the fly on the fly that 24 hour Nordsch life uh, that that was remarkable (laughs) what an experience what an experience that was a good race um now Craigio too Craigio um, you you're 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 a more recent arrival than than Fireball but um you've you've made a, a a really strong impact on on a lot a lot of us uh, um you're you're without a doubt one of the most loved and cherished members uh that we have here um and and uh yeah it's it's happened it's happened really quickly uh for good reason it has. for good reason though um good reason, yes. but 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 we must be about like nine or ten months, or or, or maybe even longer, since you first uh, arrived and found the barrel rollers. I think it was eleven months ago. Eleven months, yeah. Eleven months mm. ago, and uh, I think it was only January I started getting into sim racing. So back then I was also getting into the. Also, I've already on Twitch because I've been on Twitch for about six, seven years now. So I've already been. Already know about Twitch, I all know that stuff. So I thought it's time to join a community, see what's going on with that. And instantly, there he was, Casual Kev. Yes. There nice. he was. Be a common thread. <laughs> yeah. There he was, Casual Kev doing his thing. And then, uh, so I go into his chat, I speak to him. And uh, obviously, he gives me the Discord and all stuff like that. I get into the Discord, and all of a sudden, like, there's so many lovely people. It's like, the community is brilliant. And then, um, Obviously, they're moving on to meeting because I think I think it was the rally train back then, wasn't it? The rally train. It was the rally train back then, so it was still. I think it was the same schedule as what you guys were on now. And then, obviously, after Kev, I met Wolf, and then I met you, Rain, and then the next day I met Chris. And then, after... <laughs> <laughs> then you were doomed after Chris. <laughs> I was doomed after Chris. In my mind now, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's not really a massive story coming into the rollers. Obviously, it's, as you do with meeting new people, you come into a community, you obviously try and show yourself, try and be a good representation to that community. And I think I think mm-hmm. I have. <laughs> you have, Craig. You, you have demonstrated sure, yes. excellence uh, in, in all aspects of your uh, interaction with well, us, dude. Absolutely amazing. And, and I, th- I think that that has reflected in the way that everybody responds to you, Craig. You know, you, 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 you've, you've, you've come in and, and you know, you, you've, you've shown, you know, how much you want to, to, to do the community proud. Exactly. And yes. And that that makes that makes everybody so happy and and uh, you know and, and love to be around. Yeah. And, and a natural track to becoming a moderator for our community. Bottom yeah. line, I mean, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, so get rid of me now. <laughs> <laughs> we we and, and and we wouldn't want to. Absolutely not. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Wolvie, what, I'm really curious about Twitch handles. So ah, yes. we, this is another another bit that we love to talk about with you guys. So Fireball, Let, let's discuss how you came up with your Twitch handle. I mean, maybe there's not an exciting story behind it, but maybe there is. And we the all want to know. The current one or the original one? Well, I don't think many of us have the privilege of knowing what your original one so, is. But, so I was going to say, I only changed it about ooh, five months ago. Something I, like that. I, I, I recall the, the original one, uh, definitely. Um, so, but, but, but maybe, maybe, maybe we'd... Uh, why okay okay let's 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 put it this way um i've talked about how this twitch handle that i've got you know uh was spun off from something else um so i think you need to say why yours was spun off and 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 even 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 let's 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 give us the origin of that original one too some context right we need context as, yeah. as as long as it's uh, not too <clears throat> questionable. Well, no, it, um, well, no. The the questionable one is why my bot is named what he is. That's a whole different. Story. Yeah, that 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 may be weird. Yeah, time. okay, that, that one, one. I don't think we can talk about here. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and they won't let me get rid of his name. Is the problem? As I have tried to change his name because Twitch tells me that it's offensive, and they won't take it back from me. And so he is stuck with that name because they won't let me send it back to them and get a new name because the name is offensive. Not because I'm trying to pick a new name that's offensive, but because the name he has is offensive. But that's, yeah. No, but so my original Twitch handle was Fireball Assassin, but it was spelled A-S-S-A-S-I-N, which is not obviously how you spell assassin. Um, it was just wrong. Can, can, can I really like, quickly interject that the yeah. misspelling of assassin did color my perception of you? Yes. I, that, that was, that's something that I have realized since then but when i made it at the time it was like well like, what are you supposed to do uh, continue though. i made it it was like oh ah. it was before i think i even had the wheel so that would have been over 10 10 years ago maybe like almost probably 13 or 14 years ago it was like when i had my xbox 360 i was making an xbox account me and my brother were both making our xbox uh -huh. um and so i'm like oh well like, trying to think of names and then I think it was like either my brother or my dad was like, oh, well, you should be like fireball something. I'm like, why would I be fireball? And they're like, oh, well, you have red hair. So your head's like fireball. I'm like, all right, well, that's stupid. But all right, let's go with it. And then he was like, um, and then we just started going through suggestions. And it was like, um, there was something assassin. And I was like, well, what if we take fireball and we put it as assassin? We slap it together and we have one name. And my brother thought that was cool. And I was like, all right, like, I'm feeling pretty good about that. So we go to type it in. That's 16 characters. Oh, uh. Xbox Live only let you have a 15 character name. Yeah. So now I gotta fi figure out how I'm gonna misspell it to make myself not look stupid. Oh. And so I, I picked the second ass as only having one S, and that's why it was misspelled. Uh, yeah, too many asses, I guess. When you've already done it in your Xbox, and then you're sticking to that, like, I was like, at that point, that's my identity. So exactly. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna keep dragging that with me everywhere I go, even if it's spelled wrong. But then. Um, How long have you had your Twitch account? My, ooh, a long time ago. Uh, 2016, 2015, something like that. Very good, very good, good. Um, not as long as the Steam account, um, which has been there for forever. But um, then I switched it to Firevault underscore TX because I was looking for something that was just shorter and more identifiable. And the TX? It's just Texas. So yes. It's just easier, yeah. Um, and so it was like, everybody called me Fireball anyways. Um, I was just going to be just Fireball, but somebody else already has that on Twitch, but they haven't been active in like four years. Exactly. Have, like, I have exactly the same thing with Rain Dancer almost everywhere. Where, yeah. Almost everywhere that I decide to um, grab it, uh, the other person who's got it is less active than me. And how many yeah. wolves do you think there are out there? Holy fuck. Yep. <laughs> Excuse my language, but holy... <laughs> I, I guess maybe that's um, that's related to having Yo2 behind your name, Craig? Probably because everyone used to call me Craig Yo. All my best friends, everything. Every time I meet them, they always said to me, 
Oh, Craig Yo, hey, how you doing, Craig Yo? How you doing, Craig Yo? I was like, oh, okay. Then it, then the Xbox, his first Xbox name, it's actually quite funny. Because, um, I don't know if you've heard of the Teddy Tubbies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, my first Xbox 360 name was Teddy Tubbies Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I was, it wasn't really the best game of the I think. So I thought I would change it up to something even worse, <laughs> which was Craigenator after Terminator. That's good. So, it's catchy. It's all right. I, I did. I did Maybe not. a little campy, but catchy. But, it's not bad. Uh, <laughs> the move, obviously, move, I've had other user names as Exotic Sock, Exotic Tree, all the exotic things you could think of. <laughs> I've had something else in front of it. <laughs> and then uh, coming to Twitch, Craigo Two has always been my Twitch name. Nice. Yeah, I haven't changed. I haven't changed it since. And obviously, that's after seven years of being on Twitch. So it's yeah, it's, it's pretty much. So Craigo, there's nothing really special about it. So the, <laughs> well, the, there's, a, there's a there's a there's a Craigo. There is a Craigo. Damn. One out there in the Twitch. And Craigo one. <laughs> Yes, there is a. It wouldn't, let me take, it wouldn't let me take Craig One or Craig Go. So there is other Craig Goes out there somewhere. How about Craig No? <laughs> have you tried that one? Oh, I have not. <laughs> yeah. I have not. That's a good, that's a good, I could do that. That's a good point. I think Craig Yo is perfect. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah, Craig Yo. No, you, you, you are Craig Yo. That's you. That, that's you to that's us. Amazing, yeah. Well, so. We've heard, um, Craig, you've been on Twitch like six, seven years, Fireball like since 2016. Um, what, what was it? So, so when you guys joined, what, what was it like transitioning from like, um, a viewer or watching Twitch to streaming? Um, I could say quite, a, it's quite, it's, from watching Twitch for seven years, it's sort of, it's already in your mind. You know how it works. You know uh, sort of people who might come in, and obviously like the raids and all stuff like that. But transitioning, I think it's more. It's scary because you don't know what you're getting yourself in for. You really don't know what you get yourself in for. You don't know if you're going to end up getting a good audience, a bad audience, or no audience. You don't know, and that's why obviously mm. communities come into good play. Because if really, if you want to stream, I think you need a community on your back. Oh yeah, to help you through it, to definitely help you through it. So yeah, that's that's definitely what I think is the main thing to actually get going in Twitch is a community. So it definitely. sounds like like you were motivated for watching purposes when you first got definitely. into Twitch. Okay, definitely. I, I know well, I had... a few of us have a different experience where, where it comes yeah. to how we entered Twitch. So very interesting to hear this. I have streamed in the past. Uh, I say about two years into into being with Twitch, and I was streaming League of Legends, and that lasted two days. <laughs> <laughs> two I days. Did, I did I, it. Two days. I didn't. I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it. Okay. So I went back to obviously went back to uh, watching Twitch. Um, and Fireball. What like. I I, um, I I don't believe you were streaming when I first met you. Um, but what I did you stream to, before? I had briefly, but I only like weird stuff. Okay. So there's not that it's out there anymore, but there was a stream of me re rebuilding the carburetor for my truck, and it's like I sat at a table, had like an overhead camera, I was watching that, so you could watch me for like two hours, like rebuilding a car because I thought that was cool. I was like, oh. so exactly, like, different motivation for why Twitch not? then. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I've never, I had never seen anybody do anything like that before. At least as a live stream, you see YouTube videos. I'm like, ah, oh, screw it. Like, I'll try it. Like, we'll see what happens. I just was very like, wasn't wasn't set up very well, which kind of needed to be. Um, and so, which it's something that I've thought about doing again in the future is a stream like that, where because I, mean, I have a truck that sits out there that I have to work on. Um, and so I, I feel like some people might be interested in that. Um, yeah. The YouTube format's probably better, but. True. Nobody does it on Twitch, so there's also sort of a market there that just sort of is like untapped, I suppose, is is what you could go with that. But I think starting on Twitch 
uh, when I started in 2016 was probably just because of, um, like, there's probably some meme I saw somewhere and led to a Twitch link, and then I clicked on it, and then it was like, hey, you got to, like, create an account to watch this. And I'm like, and I made me do it, and then I forgot about it for, like, two years before I put it back up again. <laughs> it's usually what happens. I have, to, I have to go, like, double check that I, like, already, whether I have an account or not, because I signed up for it four years ago and then forgot about it. I do that a lot where, where I, I go I go into something I go create account and I enter all my details this email's already that taken already exists oh <laughs> email uh, uh, what I've, reset password oh I've got an account okay that's <laughs> happened a lot to me um so what what prompted you to start streaming again though um fireball because um, it, 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 there was some gap between, you know, you sort of, um, uh, you know, really joining in with community stuff. Um, uh, well, well, part I think part of it was the timing sort of lined up, because I don't think I started until, like, January or February, and I wasn't consistent about then, but I think not this January, wait, this, yep. not 2020. Like last week, 2020, yeah. And the reason for that was is because they kicked us all out of classes at school, so we weren't allowed to go up to campus. And so I'm like sitting at home in this apartment by myself, 24 hours a day with nowhere to go and nothing to do. So it's like, what else am I going to fill my time with other than playing games? And if I'm playing it already, like I already have the webcam, I already pay for great internet, I might as well just like make it a social it. thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Which is which is it wasn't ever like. Uh, oh, I think I'm entertaining. I'm gonna, it was just kind of like, I'm already doing it. My internet's not really that bad. Screw it, whatever. We'll just do it. If somebody wants to watch, they can watch. So, nice. Which also yeah. probably leads to me, me not being super entertaining, but I appreciate people who watch anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, um, it, it, it is interesting how, how uh, we have different motivations and, and, and different evolutions as, as, as time goes on. You know the, the the different things we add and 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 consider doing, um, like the bot on my Twitch channel that just bans anybody who posts a link, <laughs> which I haven't ever I haven't fine tuned it. He's been there for like over a year now, and it's like even if you post it, it does not matter what the link is. If it's if it's a got a web address in it, you get like insta banned. <laughs> I, I, I haven't fixed it, and and I keep I, I, it got. Like Ewod got banned on like Evil He posted a Twitch clip of a clip of a of a clip that he had taken of my channel like, ten seconds before. Posted it in chat and it just got banned immediately. And I was like, "Whoops!" I was like, I, "You can't do that." I'm sorry. Like, it's not supposed to be. You're not doing anything. That's a problem. But I, the, the bots there, and because it was when I originally started streaming, all those dang bigfollows.com bots yeah. would come in and then spam yeah. me like nobody's business. Like I would get like like thirty or forty a stream, which is why I was like at that point I'm just. Gonna I think that's how I ended up a moderator on a channel. Right? I yes, was in your channel one day going, "Dude, thing. you need a moderator. We yeah, gotta get rid of these bots." And then that was why that was because it was after that Wolby that I made the bot that I was like, I, "The moderators are good, but if there's not a moderator there, I just need the bot. It just needs to like, right. yeah, right. absolutely." Absolutely, you, you can have mods in your channel, but you, you know but he kind of they could be little, busy and, and a little yeah. overzealous. Sometimes he wipes the floor a little bit too hard. <laughs> so, so let's talk a little bit about your path to sim racing. Yes, um, Fireball. Let's start with you. Uh, I mean, obviously, we all have a sort of a different entry path in, into sim racing. Whether it's you know 1998 Colin McRae on the PC or you know. Uh, uh, PlayStation, whatever it may be. Let's let's hear a little bit about your history with sim racing in general. Sim racing. Um, well, if we're going to go all the way back, I'm going to say it was probably, I, I had Gran Turismo 3, um, or my dad had it. Well, no, no, well, that came second. Actually, originally, the um, my first racing game ever was, um, I think it was like Ford Racing Extreme or something on the PlayStation 1. Um, which I still have somewhere in a box in the garage, along with uh, maybe the PlayStation 1. Um, I haven't played it in like 15 years. Um, good game. Uh, but no, Gran Turismo came after that, and my dad had gotten, a, I guess at the time it would have been a Driving Force GT or whatever. Yeah, from nice, Logitech. nice. But it that wasn't was my mine, first it was deal. his. And, and 
so it was like I used it. He used it maybe once or twice, and then I used it once or twice. But then after that, it was like four or five years without a wheel. Wow. And then there was like one birthday where I was playing Forza Motorsport 4 because um, it like just came out. Um, and I was like, man, it'd be really cool if I had a steering wheel. I was like, that'd be pretty awesome. And since at the time, the Fanatec that I have now was the one that had the Forza Motorsport branding. And it was like, you knew it was going to work, whatever. It was expensive, but I was like, all right, screw it. That's what I'm going to get. Like I had a bunch of money saved up from previous birthdays. And I was like, all right, here's $800 to buy this wheel that probably not worth $800. But at the time it was $800 and um, I still have it. I think that's really how Fanatec got their, uh, big start is because they they were the, the sort of the best xbox you could wheel you could get yeah, yeah. right I, 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 anything else was like a, a really a toy it works wirelessly right with the xbox. yeah and um so. and, and if you wanted if you wanted to use a wheel with what's a motorsport you bought the fanatic i think that's really how they they yep. really got their start which the funny part for me is i think i maybe did two races in fm4 with it total <laughs> And then never use. I put it back in the box and never use it again. And then I think it was about two or three years of it being in the box before I pulled it out again when I went to play Dirt Rally One. Right. On my computer, and I was like, livid, playing the game on a controller. It was just, I was like fuming because it was making me so angry because I was terrible. And then I was like, <laughs> it clicked in my brain. I was like, wait a second. I've got a wheel. Got a wheel. Got a wheel in a box. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, then I figured out that it worked, and it, it was kind of dodgy because of the stupid Rensport wheel stand that it was on, that I that I had to go right. with it and stuff, and yep. it slid across the floor, and then the pedals would shoot off. I <laughs> was mad, but it worked better than the world. So, so once I kind of did that, and then from there, um, I had packed it back up after that once I left for school, and it, I didn't bring it with me for the first um, year or two that I was um, in Arizona. But then once I moved into my own apartment by myself, um, I brought it back with me, which would have been about that, um, probably that um, summer of like 2019, kind of around there. That sounds about right. Fascinating. Which is sort of when I got into sim racing stuff more in depth. So iRacing, I started doing that. Right, okay. Other stuff was um, kind of snowballed from there. Because it was like once I had the wheel and then I was sort of a bit more committed to it, then I could um, sort of... Now, when did you introduce the VR into your um, system? Uh, that had to be like, uh, did like probably December 2019. All right. Something like that. That sounds about right. Because I don't think I've ever streamed not in VR. I mean, I right. have like since then, but... Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe once or twice. But it was, it was like... Um, I was, it was, it was just like I had like four hundred dollars. I was like, I don't really know what to do with this, because it was um, what I had done is I had gone to work one day and I had got and like made like four hundred dollars at work. Ah, uh, okay. Um, with that nice pizza hut money, um, but I had taken it all and I'd stuffed it in a box of jambalaya and I stuck that jambalaya box in the freezer and I forgot about it for like three months. Um, oh, I'm, I love so finding money that you stashed and away. I like, pull it out. I'm like, oh wait, this jambalaya box is empty. And I was like, damn, I was hungry. And I'm like, oh shit, there's like four hundred dollars in here. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? And so, yeah, and then I bought a Rift S at the Microsoft store um, the next day, which was eventful because there was a Fortnite tournament, tournament happening at the Microsoft store the same day I went to go buy the headset. So I got a student discount, too. Fascinating. Nice. Use that student ID. Well, Thank you uh, for that history. A, a quick question on, on, on where, where did your rallying uh, come from? as well like why did you end up in rally did was was, was there a, a real life interest um or did it was it just because you played a rally game how did that i started with um i, I did enjoy dirt 3 when it originally came out and had it on the xbox um and then i tried um and so you got dirt, dirt free because it was just a car game that was coming out or probably okay. it was probably because i got it used and it was cheap it was probably yeah, okay yeah sure i don't think i got it when it was new um but then i got dr1 and um it was really challenging and it was really challenging with controller which was super frustrating yeah and i think that kind of thing where you have a game that's really obnoxiously frustrating i it, i both hate it and love it at the same time because it's just something that i'm like constantly want to just like do better at and then it was sort of um i enjoy other racing games for similar reasons um but there was something about 
the rally where it was just like especially the dirt rally games yeah. where it's like you either do well or you die there's like no in between yeah so i awesome, enjoy that man. a lot awesome man yeah I, I i think i think that's a that's a very relatable thing for 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 a lot of us you know the the the, the difficulty gives that love hate relationship yes, yeah. and, and 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 you might fume and fume and fume but then you come back you get drawn yeah. back in because you i think i can do better i feel no 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 i'll get i'll get it this time i'll get it this time <laughs> dark soul of sim racing Indeed. craig you you have a variety streamer background uh, pretty much so yeah. so how how did you come to simulation racing well simulator race or oh, sim racing i've only really been into the past year and a half but I do enjoy my racing games stuff, obviously, back in the past. But what I can start with, real back into the day, I don't know if everyone remembers a Tommy Turning Turbo dashboard. I don't know if everyone remembers that. Where's that from? It's, it was a kid's toy which had a <gasps> little steering wheel. It had this oh, LCD screen. And yeah. The, uh, huh. Yeah. The, yeah. I, yes, I used to take that everywhere with me. I loved it. <laughs> wow. That's... that's that's what got me into racing, really, when I was pretty much two or three years old. Yeah. Then, obviously, like, moving on to the PlayStation, obviously, you got you had Driver. Like, Driver was one of the ones I used to play a lot. And then, obviously, PlayStation 2, you had Burnout games, you had the Need for Speed games. Yep. Uh, all, the, grid, all the racing. Grid, grid out grid, there as well. Yeah, yeah, Grid as well. And then, uh, moving on to Xbox, obviously, it's when Fools have started coming into play. Also, they had a bit of Forza now and then, but I wasn't really into it though. I was, it was more like a casual mm. thing that I found. Yeah, I, sure. I found a bit of driving, and it really it was only when I decided to get Dirt Rally, which was last year January, was when I really decided. Dirt Rally to, one you know what? or two? Yes, one. Uh, Dirt Rally two. I oh, don't really know. No, okay. Dirt Rally two. Okay. Yeah, and I, I did play one a little bit, but I didn't really get into it. Sure. Actually, no, I'm missing a couple of things. Actually, it was ATS and ETS as well, which got me the wheel, the first, ah. my first wheel, which was the G29. That's oh. what got the truck me, and that's Sims. What got me the yes, the good old truck and Sims. I used to play it on the mouse and keyboard on the laptop, and then I thought it's time for a change. Let's get the wheel. So I was using my G29 on a laptop. <laughs> that's awesome. Which was, it was sort of working, but it wasn't. But it did. It gave me that sort of realism, which was good. But then, uh, yes, so moving on to Dirt, obviously getting into Dirt, that's when I obviously decided to right, meet you guys. But yeah, it was, it was really good. And now I'm getting sucked, in, sucked into that hole where I must buy new things. I must <laughs> buy new things. Yeah. I wouldn't know anything about that. The black hole <laughs> of sim rig racing. Yep, definitely starting to get that bug. So yeah, I've got a few things in mind to get. Exciting, exciting, yeah. Craig. Yeah, exciting. <laughs> uh, I, you, you might be the first person that I know, like from from the barrel rollers, closely that, that, that like started with with a truck and sim. That's that's awesome. So you know, it's 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 a non racing, um, non racing start. Yeah. I, I resisted the trucking sims for so long. Uh, it, it was only it was only when I had quite a lot of gear, and I was looking for more things to experience with the gear that I that I went. You know what? It's it's yeah. it's on sale. Why not just try it out? Like and and maybe it'd be a relaxing thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, it, it this, the, having that part of um, that discussion makes me feel a bit bad because even with all of the gear, I still prefer playing both of those games on my controller. <laughs> <laughs> even like, even having like, I tried the game in VR. I've tried it with the wheel, and it's like, uh, it's because it, there's I, I don't know, but I I can see how some people enjoy the experience. I, no, I particularly it, enjoy it for the clutch work. I mean, the trucking oh, yeah. the clutch work. That's yes. fun. Yes. Yeah. That's that's I think that's what I love about about the trucking sims is is the amount of times I I, I need to shift. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. keep, it keep you occupied. It's, it's it's the whole body engagement. It's Every like, time you see me use a clutch, it's like all right, eight, eighteen gears. Here we come. <laughs> oh, 
and, and, and having to think, all right, so I'm cruising along in 14th and then I'm going to slow down. So where am I going to double clutch and, and shift down to? And uh, yeah, it's, it's, and then try the split, try the split shift. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> it, it's, it's way more engaging than I thought it would be. So I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, well, okay, we we've that's that's a fair bit of, of of background. Anything we're missing, Wolvie, in terms of uh, I, I, background? Do you guys want to speak a little bit about your professional background, ah. about your career paths at all? If, I mean, uh, sometimes totally for optional. some of us, for some of us, obviously, our career paths kind of led us in, in into mm. into the world of PC gaming. Um, but again, if you if you guys are interested at all and giving us a little bit of background, uh, please do a fireball. At college, we all all are aware that that you recently uh, completed. Yeah, and, well, and I think I've completed. They told me I completed. <laughs> I never gave me my degree. I feel a bit. I feel a bit. I have um actually on the thing uh, it was over there somewhere. I have the booklet that the degree goes in, <laughs> but not the actual degree. bit of paper. They never actually sent me the piece of paper. It's a blank they degree. The they never sent me the piece of paper. So I feel blank a bit check. bad about that. Uh, it's probably because I owe them like fifty bucks for some stupid parking, <laughs> so, which is my fault because I kind of maybe definitely didn't um, purchase a parking pass for the last two years that I was going to school there. Definitely, I, I'm sure. I, I I bet I bet you're the first student who's who's ever done that. Yes, yeah. I, I don't believe any poor student ever ever has ever yeah. you know not bought. I realized the, the they were all the bus. same color, and if you just flip them. That the, the color was the way that they were determining which year it was for, and so if you just flip it backwards, and when you put it in, they can't see it through the tinted windows in the back. You're very analytical in your work, and it shows in, yeah. in your organization and how you uh, how you uh, execute yeah. and move forward with things. Right so away, obviously, that that has some tie into your professional background. It has. No, to. yeah. Well, I so I'm, uh, have a mechanical engineering degree. Um, in I guess technically it's. On at least assuming I get the piece of paper, it probably just says um, Bachelor's of Science in Mechanical Engineering, but it would be with like a fluids background if they actually had like backgrounds or whatever. Uh, I guess backgrounds isn't the right word. Um, I don't know. It starts with a D. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I kind of went to school for that because I like car aerodynamics and that was sort of what I was going for because I actually went in originally um, for school doing. Um, uh, as an um, aerospace major, but then I kind of got about a year and a half into aerospace um, and realized that all of the classes for that were all airplane or helicopter related. And while cool and like interesting is not really broad enough to like give me the opportunities that I was looking for, so then I just ended up switching major majors to mechanical, which let me experience some other stuff that I don't think right I would have done otherwise. Mm. But it was um, pretty cool. So. Cool. So you are early in your career, just getting started. Oh, yeah, and the job Fantastic. that I have currently isn't really um, all mechanical engineering related. It's a, a um, I do a commissioning for um, a company that does installations of um, well um, thermostats and controllers. So this is a lighting controller. Well, oh, cool. Like it makes the thing do. So it's um, HVAC stuff, which is somewhat relevant but still pretty fun we had a chat recently yeah, fireball and, and you know sometimes sometimes things are, are tangential and uh yeah, the, the way they connect yeah the way they connect is, is different yeah there's a there's there's a path to go because you know i did some hvac stuff in school you did some laboratories or something that we would do like testing on hvac systems but it wasn't like what i was coming out of school looking to do but kind of getting into it i can see that it's cool and relevant and that there's cool <laughs> yeah nice. um but um there's you know some sort of relevance there and it's sort of an industry that i don't think is going to go away anytime soon without because, a doubt yeah who, who's not going to want to heat or cool their house at some point yeah. um so it's like it's probably a safer decision than maybe the automotive um, industry is or like i have a friend that was in the um that was going to school for being a petroleum engineer and ended up having to stop school to go work in the oil fields and then he came back to school but he's worried that his job's just gonna like he'll come out of school with that degree and then work for five years and his job's just gonna disappear so yep. Yep. Uh, there's there's a concept of of transferable skills that yeah yeah you'll find yeah it typically guides your career uh craig yo if, 
it, totally optional if if you if you like if you don't like uh if, uh, you know for some people it, it it it's private but um if you wish um i will speak about is austin college the same with fireball i was doing some sort of vehicle right vehicle work i was doing vehicle body repair but unfortunately that didn't really go anywhere unfortunately and for one it's really difficult work mm. like trying to panel be like yeah, very physical is, it is very rough work and obviously i failed the exams twice so after that i thought yeah <laughs> i thought let's try and say it different but unfortunately no I just ended up doing warehousing work and stuff like that, really. So nothing really car Pacific. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. Yeah, Thank cheers, you. Craig. I, I mean, I've I, I had some career aspirations that I, I, I was unable to pursue because I, I failed as well. <laughs> I know what it's like. Yeah. You know, you just you roll with the punches and, and you move on to, mm -hmm. to what you can do. I never graduated from high school. I never got my diploma, but I landed in IBM. So yeah, exactly. you know what? It's it's exactly. uh, yeah. not necessarily about what that piece of paper says about you, but what you're what you're capable of doing. One hundred percent. Put in the position. So yeah. One hundred percent. Um and and speaking speaking of which, um you were both um proving to be very capable at uh running community clubs and different Huge. kinds of community clubs Huge uh, contributions from i'd you say yeah absolutely and, and and both of your both of your club concepts um have been proven to be wildly popular among the community They've grown um, up the past few months yeah wildly popular people love doing them people love the uh, curation behind them um uh fireball you have the tour of history um which is uh yeah. uh you know <clears throat> very appropriately uh intricate for fireball yeah <laughs> you know we have we have a few viewers out there guys that are very interested in how you designed this how you came up with the concept uh, you know um sort, sort of the the behind the scenes design concepts so so t take us take us back to to, to when the, you had the spark of the idea um well i want to say it was something because i had a club before that was um f2 weekly sprint and yes. the reason that i had that club was that i was um i wanted to try different um like club layouts and club ideas and so that club i did it was just one stage every day for a seven day championship so which doesn't work um but it was worth trying. Like I tried to do it, and then I was like, ah, I tried to mix it up, and then tried to mix it up with this. And sure, um, it, it was so. It's partly coming from that where you, where I had a club that I was just kind of using as a test bed to just kind of like throw random different situations at it and see kind of what popped out and who liked what. But when I was doing it, I was like, man, um, there was like one stream or something that I, where I was um, just thinking about it, like um, driving some of the cars, and I was. Like man, it would be really cool if if I could have you know I was like because um, I want to say what it was is um, before that stream I had been uh, either watched a video or read something um, about the um, the O thirty seven and the Quattro um, basically yeah. battling each other yeah. through the same season and then the O thirty seven beating the Quattro which is not really something that you think about because you think the Quattro is like just absolutely dominant which it was but um it was like here are two cars that both feature in the game sort of because the quattro that's in dr2 isn't the same isn't the same quattro yeah no um the one in dr1 is a, at least a little bit closer um but they're similar ish to what they were supposed to be for that uh was it 1983 season 83 yes um, and so like here are these two cars but I can't race them in the game. Mm -hmm. Why can't I do that? Like these cars sort of competed in real life against each other. So what's, you know, why can't, why can't we just have a club where two people compete in those two different cars? I mean, those cars competed in real life. What, what's to stop us from doing the same thing. And then kind of when I came up with that idea, I was like, man, looking at it, there's tons of cars from tons of different years that, um, like line up, but aren't in the same classes. And it'd be really cool to kind of have a way to have people, drive all these different cars um from 
this one year that are across different classes and then kind of mush it all together and create a championship out of it. Um, and then once you started actually looking into it and doing it, it got super complicated. But <laughs> it's that kind of stuff that makes me interested in doing it. So, and also not interested, but mostly interested. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I, I recall, uh, you know, just random conversations here and there, um, uh, in discord, in streams, like, like, like pinpointing exactly where these, these have been, you know, but, but just talking about how, you know, because of gameplay balance, right? Um, in particular, that H3 real-world drive class in Dirt Rally 2, it, it actually has Group A cars in it, but they're not Group yeah. A all-wheel drive. No, they're it, Group B real-wheel drive, yeah. Uh, group A real-wheel drive. Group A, group group a real-wheel drive. Or yeah. there, there, there might be Group 4, you know, which which yeah. which which is, is like H3 real-wheel drive, has rear-wheel drive cars that were before Group B and after Group B mushed together. So it, yep. it, it is odd to me to see, you know, a Stratos battling against an E30 M3 when, when there, there, there was a whole, like, era between them that was completely different. So it, um, but, but I guess it, it, it sort of balances out because they're, they're, yeah. they're sort of about the right class, uh, about, about the right pace, uh, so it makes sense from a, a game, a video game balance yeah. perspective, but it was like, but yeah, hang on, you know, the, 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 this isn't right. You know, the, we, we should have, we should have things like, and this, it's, I'm really excited for, for uh, getting into to the nineties, but we should have things like the F2 front wheel drives going head to head with a group A cars. You know, we should have yeah, things like which that. Is, and it was part of that too, the, that specific combo that kind of made me, um, because it was like, because it was like, once I put, I was like, okay, those two go together with the O thirty seven and the Quattro, and I was like, okay, what if I start like kind of matching cars up from different groups and eras? And I was like, wait a minute, like there's a bunch of cars here that just like make no sense fighting against each other, but in real life they did. Yes. And then they like actually did way better than you would have thought that they would have done just from like thinking about it in your head. It's like in real life this actually like works, and it's like hold on, now I've got all these puzzle pieces that all fit together. Um, awesome, which is man. Exciting. Awesome. Uh, it's a fantastic series, fantastic club, and uh, well thought out, very complex. Uh, even just to jump into the series is complex. No, you've yeah. got to read through it. You've got to, you know, and I would encourage anybody running the TOH to read uh, what uh, Fireball posts. Uh, he's very thorough with the histories of the vehicles. Yeah, and, and, and doing like the uh, event histories and stuff, and sometimes I don't have the time to do them, but I do find it interesting to do just from sort of for my for myself at least just learning about the history of the sport is is, is cool we'll and come, so that's sort of why i put some more work into that than probably is we'll really necessary. come back to that i think there are some some deep deeper dives i, I want to do there but um uh craigo um you also brought, put a, a club together um yes. what what was your inspiration what 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 motivated you to get the club in the first place yeah. And else was obviously putting clubs up, so I thought I've got to put my hand in the pot and give it a go. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, the uh, the name Speed and Power came from the one and only Jeremy Clarkson when he's on top of the show. Power! Yes, that, that's exactly where I got it from. But I was not expecting it to blow up how it has. Definitely not. It's It's gone through a, a number of um, iter like design changes along the way and 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 i i really like your your current like setup mm -hmm. um so so talk us through uh you know what your thought process was as as you you know change the club up well, and 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 you know what what made you mm -hmm. make the changes well I, it was more that keep it nice and simple because obviously people don't like to do six stages with one or two services because it can get frustrating i understand that so i thought i'll try and keep it nice and simple with just the four stages at the beginning and then my first the first season i did for it it wasn't too bad so i thought okay i'll keep it how it is for the next season so i, I changed a few things i took off the assists i uh took the co false cockpit on off as well so I thought I'll keep that as it is. 
and then obviously I didn't see much of people participating in it, so I thought I'll change it up. So I changed it to six stages. So I thought let's do it. Let's do six stages. Uh, have a service after every two, and see how that goes. And people didn't enjoy it. <laughs> they did not enjoy it. So I thought right, right. Let's go back to the four stages, but let's do it as as say it's going through the day. So you start first stage daytime, second stage. It will just be like just getting dark, then noon, then dark, and then obviously with a long stage at the beginning, a long stage at the end. Obviously, it was it, it was more getting the feedback from what people were thinking nice. of the club. Nice. So it's definitely it's definitely the feedback. But yeah, it's um, definitely was not expecting it to blow up how it, how it was going to expect it to be. I thought it wasn't going to be one of them clubs which, obviously, yeah, people will join, but it's not going to be popular you know, well craig so. your club is one of the ones i love to hate because uh, i hate the night i absolutely hate it you progressed right that's into the, it that is the problem people still terminal quite a lot in my club and it's not meant to people terminal. no matter what you do <laughs> no I'll, I'll i'll share this like you know um uh, you know, I, I alternate the barrel rollers and Twitch DR2. Twitch DR2 is supposed to be super hardcore. Barrel rollers is supposed to be nice and forgiving. People still terminal like nothing else in the barrel rollers. And I'm like, this is supposed to be a training club. I have the same thing with Group D World Tour and Always Sunny. Always Sunny, Always Sunny is the training club. Exactly, yeah. I think <laughs> I have more terminals in Always Sunny than we do in Group uh, it's it's to be fair as well. The training club is you're, you're supposed to try you know odd things. You're supposed to yeah, yeah. You're go supposed hard, to learn. So why not? Why not? See how far you can push it. I'm sure in, in like because I know from for from personally it will be with um, Groupie World Tour is is uh, once I realized that you didn't have hardcore damage on or at least switch that or not. <laughs> But then I kind of took that as a challenge to try and see how much I could get away with killing my car and still be able to do the event. And so not so much in the last time I've done it, but there's been three or four in a row where I was intentionally trying my hardest to kill the car in the process. There's, we recommend that now because hardcore is back on. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was one rally I did in the, um, in the Delta S4 in Spain, I think. And it was I literally did the whole rally without lifting. It was just flat the entire time, just banging into trees, smashing into guardrails. Actually, I let you do it. I, I got through like three or four stages without it killing me. It did eventually kill me, but your contributions are amazing, guys, with the cooperation <laughs> and and the management it takes for those, especially with TOH. I mean, not taking away from Craig, but TOH involves what thirty or forty different clubs you've got running in there. Um, the three moment, or four, it's six. Six. Yeah. six, five or six. It's got right. six now. So I have it's like thirty. I, have I look at the spreadsheet. H one, H two, the other H two, H three, Group B, so five. Yeah, five. H one. It's, it's a lot of management. H one should be dropping off soon. Too many clubs to maintain. There's people that keep trying to get those Mini Coopers in there. So, um, Craig, uh, your, your contributions to our community via moderation has been huge but just out of curiosity i mean obviously you you have an affinity with the community you 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 know you are involved heavily in keeping our community in line squared away and making sure that we're doing the right thing and you're representing the community what what led you to be a moderator i mean obviously our community has has an eye on this and we we have individuals that we see that that are trustworthy um, when, when this first came to you, uh, what was your thoughts? Well, it was, I think it was about three or four months in with being with the barrel rollers. And uh, after doing, after sitting down doing my thing, I got a message from Rain. He was saying, would you like to become a moderator? And I was thinking, I've only been here for three months, Rain. He's <laughs> like, you want, to be me a, want me to be a model already? And I was like, he's tr like, he trusted me already. Right? to maintain and look after the channel and it was i was i was really happy i was really happy because i wasn't expecting it to happen that quick you know and now, now to hear that he was happy about being a moderator we love that <laughs> oh yeah 
love that. No, no, not, not to bash moderators, but I, they're, a, they're exactly. a part of, of any community, I think. Yeah. And it takes a special character to, to be a fair and square mod, right? I mean, you've, you've got yeah. to handle all types of characters. You've got exactly. to have a little bit of hardness to make it happen mm-hmm. and, and yeah. willingness to press forward. So I commend you, uh, um, you know, for, for what you do do for the community in terms of moderation. And we absolutely love your, uh, your, uh, participation in, in that. Thank you guys. Thank you. <laughs> if, yeah. Thank you, Craig. Like, you know, what, what we tend to look for in a moderator is, is somebody who seems to, to, to love what, what the barrelers do, do, you know, what, what, what happens in in the streams in in the discord and you know they've, they've got this sort of oversight of of all of these things they hang out with with a wide variety of rollers so um they're not too you know in one specific section of the rollers and maybe won't have context somewhere else mm-hmm. um but yeah, you know, we, we 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 go through phases where we need to to recruit more because uh, existing moderators become less active, or or what have you. But we 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 typically look for people that we trust and um, uh, are a good example for everyone else. You know, um, and that that's that's why yeah, Craigio, Firewall, both of you guys, you know. Um, you, you you represent dif- different aspects of the community, and that's uh, we, we like to have that representation as well. And 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 it, it can't be understated that the the moderator role it's it's unglamorous. It it, it, it is not it is not a prestige role. Um, yeah. you know because you might have to do something that uh, is unpleasant to do. Mm-hmm. It, it it comes with yeah. the territory, so it's it's accepting responsibility. So it's it's. Exactly. It, obviously, the reflection of your characters. Um, yeah, you know, you're you're trustworthy, and you don't have any any hesitation in enforcing what has to be enforced. I mean, sometimes swinging that ban hammer is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I, I like handing the ban hammer over to Fireball, though. That's 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 fun and for we've, me. We've had our share of of ups and downs in in sort of the rhythm of the community, right? So you know, yep. moderation has become a necessary part. Of, of the growth of our community and uh, and we are absolutely um you know thrilled to have you guys continue to to play that role thank you so much right um guys i, I think we might um we might call it at that point i think there's a lot more we can um go into and in deep dive but just in the interest of time we we might um wrap up there um I I I think you know the the extra stuff that we could dive it, dive deeper on um we can do in a follow up um uh, it was certainly was that way when we had uh, John in last you know there was so much more we wanted to talk about but we were like wow yeah. we're already already at an hour and a half all right, guys. Thank you very much. That's going to wrap it for us today on episode eight for the Barrel Rose podcast. Absolutely thrilled to have Craig Yo Fireball here as guests. And we have much more to talk about, but we don't have the time to do it right now. So again, guys, really appreciate your efforts with the Barrel Rollers. We appreciate learning about your backgrounds and about where you're headed with the Barrel Rollers. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you, all of you, for, for, um, for that. Um, uh, yep. So until next time, guys. Take care. Um, Bye. Bye Bye-bye.